hey guys. Uh, today we're gonna do. Today we're gonna be focusing on. Uh, oh shit! I forgot. Cut this. <laughs> what? Whatever. Uh, <laughs> um, anyway. Uh, you hey know guys. what? I'll do it. I'll do it. I'll do it. I'll do it. I got it. I got it. Yeah, I got it. All right. Fine. 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 Okay. Go. <laughs> hey guys. Uh, today, welcome. <laughs> <laughs> hey guys. Welcome to. Um. No. Wait. Wait. Hey guys. Uh. Welcome to the mind-numbing boredom podcast. <laughs> This is me, Mahar, and I messed up the intro six times. All right. My uh, name's Basil. <laughs> and I'm Kenny. Um, and today we're going to be talking about moral dilemmas and uh, what we would do and stuff. Moral dilemmas, yeah. Oh my gosh, Mahar, you messed up the intro six times. Just, it's nice. <laughs> uh, so, we're going to be doing moral dilemmas. And oh wait, uh, before we start, happy Thanksgiving to all you guys. I hope happy you guys stayed safe. Yeah, happy Thanksgiving. Yeah, the soul's coming for your kids. So. I wait. Wait, what? I'm coming for the food. I'm not coming <laughs> for the kids. Still? Did you just, did you just flip up. You call later. I. <laughs> call later. Anyway, no. By the way, we've we've heard multiple times that uh, that Basil is a cult leader. So. I have to be the cult leader because no one's stepping up, but you know. Oh, <laughs> uh, right, today we got today. Oh my God! Stop it, Kenny. Kenny keeps posting uh, Pokemon memes all over our. Shit. All, right, uh, <laughs> all right, so today we that one's pretty funny. Dilemmas uh, that we'll be reading out. Oh my fucking God, Kenny! <laughs> 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 He got five situations. Also, we didn't make them, so shoutouts to whoever made them. I'm I I have uh <laughs> I don't have the We heart. should have we should have checked on the people we took yeah. from, but you know, whoever made them. Congrats to you. Alright, so uh we're gonna do characters. So um Samantha is gonna be um uh Basil and Wait, what? Yep. You just threw yeah. me under the bus there. What the frick? I agree. I agree. I agree. No. And, uh, and sorry, what? I, I'm, I, okay, this is my idea, you guys. Um. So, oh my god. And you right. is gonna be and you is gonna be Kenny. So. As in Kenny's gonna be the. Mentor. So you're the, you're narrating oh, no, no, no. this. You're I'm narrating it. I'm narrating. Oh my All god. Right, so you and Samantha have been friends, dude. Can, could you imagine if you wasn't like. If you wasn't like just saying that it's you're the uh, main person, what if you mm-hmm. was their actual God given name? It could be. It could be like replace them with actual names. Yeah. No, right. it'll be so, that'll be too. No, Penny no. Penny have been best friends since. Well, birth. Okay, no. Inception. Your mothers okay, were. <laughs> you were raised under the same set of moral code, and you have different tastes in men and taste in shoes. Both beneficial things. Once yep. in high school, you shaved your head in an act of defiance and regretted it immediately. You called Sam, I mean, uh, you called uh, Basil, bro. <laughs> Balling like a drug hyena. Anyway, this is Samantha. Uh, fuck. <laughs> Cut this. Okay, you know what? Basil came into school the next day, bald. She's out. Oh. He smiles as you uh, pick up your jaw from the floor and says, it's time to go wig shopping. 
So uh, he's always at your back. Uh, Kenny's back. Now it's now it's Kenny's turn. So Samantha, fuck. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> What? <laughs> Nothing. <laughs> I can't get this right. All right. All right. All right. Oh, right. Okay. You just cut it here and restart. <laughs> Why did you put our names in it? <laughs> I'm just gonna read this. <laughs> All right. Uh, you and Samantha have been friends since birth. No, since conception. Your mothers were friends. You were raised under the same set of moral code and have different tastes in men and different tastes in shoes. Both beneficial things. Once in high school, you shaved your head in an act of defiance and regretted it immediately. You called Sam, bawling like a drug hyena. Samantha came to school the next day bald. She smiles as you pick up your jaw from the floor. Time to go wig shopping. Uh, she's always had your back. Now it's your turn. Samantha, now happily married to Joe, calls you up one day and says hello. That rhymed. How old are you and Joe, she, you ask? Uh, wait, wait, how old? You, you? you just took Kenny's part. <laughs> oh my god, dude, I'm so bad at reading. All right. How are you and Joe, you ask? Um, thanks thanks again, again for his Bye. help. What? Why are you saying my part? Wait, is this this is my part, isn't it? Oh, Wait. oh, my bad, my bad, my bad. All right, start it again. Yeah, so that's. Oh yeah, yeah. Okay. All right, dude. There's gonna be a. a, a, a Wait, but my name is you, and there's how are you and. Ah, oh, this is gonna be so bad. <laughs> yo, just go for just, it. Yo, can we just end the recording here? Two hours later. All right, so you and Samantha have been friends since birth. No, since conception. Your mothers were friends, and you were raised under the same set of moral code, and have different tastes in men, and some same taste in shoes, both beneficial things. Once in high school, you shaved your head in an act of defiance and regretted it immediately. You called Sam, uh, bawling like a drugged hyena. Samantha came up to school the next day bald. She smiles as you pick up your jaw from the floor. Time to go wig shopping. She's always had your back. Now it's your turn. Samantha, now happily married, uh, to Joe. Calls you up one day to say hello. How are you and Joe? I ask. Thanks again for his help. Wait. Yeah, watching. Thank us again for his help watching the kids last week. Remember how I set you two up for your first date five years ago? <laughs> That's. No, you just keep reading, dude. We're not. You just keep reading, not... Kenny. Why? Why do I have to keep reading it? Wait, we're not being the person, Kenny. Oh, we're not being the people. Okay. Yeah. Why did you say I? I don't know. I thought we were being the people. Okay. All right, just keep going. Okay, okay. Um. Oh. I'm fine. Also, she says, dropping her voice. I don't know who to tell, but I need to tell somebody. Um, I have a boyfriend. She made that said that the worst way possible. All right, so uh. <laughs> you mean a husband? You mean a you husband? You correct. Yeah. No, no I'm Joe. No, I'm cheating on Joe. These accents. Your couch looks different all of a sudden as the blood leaves your brain. Wait, why would? But you have a husband. You repeat, Samantha. She's quiet. Who is it? You finally ask. Do you tell Joe about this? You love Joe, but do you love Samantha more? And you are disappointed right now. But it's not your business. 
At least it's not your place to be the messenger, right? Who is it, Samantha? You're slightly irritated now. Of course you can't tell Joe. That's between them. Also, Joe owns a gun. So, you know he's got anger issues. It's impossible. It's possible he would pick it up in a fit of rage and kill the guy. But if you don't tell and he finds out, would he turn around and direct the anger on you for failing him as a friend? Samantha finally tells you, I'm sleeping with your little brother. Now you have an ethical dilemma. What do you do? Ooh la la. Alright, so la. You guys are friends. Ooh. That's kind of that doesn't really matter that much in this. I mean, it, except for the fact that you kind of have. You guys are friends. You kind of have like a family affiliate with this person, right? Like, so whatever you would do to a family member is essentially how you're treating this person. So. Mm-hmm. Um. All right. So. Uh, he has a gun. He yeah. has a gun. <laughs> Concerning twist. I mean, that's the second twist. I mean. The first twist is that she's cheating on her husband, right? So you have that. And the so, second twist is that her boyfriend is Samantha's little brother. That's the third. The that's a third the, twist. The second one is that the husband has anger issues, has a gun, and will likely kill the person that she's cheating with or attack you for not telling him. So I think... I feel like the first thing you should do is solve the anger issues and then <laughs> tell him. Yeah, but is that gonna... That takes Are a while. Gonna, like, that's like years of therapy. Well, not therapy. Management. Yeah, that's yeah, that's a good chunk of time. That's a. That's or a... you can just give tell tell him to like oh, get another not... get tell him to like get another girlfriend. Or like... No, that's the worst. That's the worst <laughs> possible way. To... Yeah, oh, I know, I know, I know, I know. Samantha dates um her best friend's husband, and then it's set right. Uh, her best friend is dating her well, little brother. Okay. <laughs> this would not work in any way. Really just move on your relationships. I was thinking, mm -hmm. like, obviously you could do the. Um, I was thinking, obviously you can do the anger issue. I mean, anger issue training. See what. Uh, but I was. It, it's probably smartest just not to tell. You know? you but have... it says if you don't tell, he might think. I mean. Yeah, but that's a less. Think... That's a less. Okay, listen. People are likely to be more angry at the person who's actively screwed them over than a bystander, right? If you get Plus, punched you could always the... just say, I didn't know. Yeah, also, if you get punched in the... Like, if you... For example, if you get punched in the face, you're probably more mad at the person who punched you than a person watching doing nothing. You might also be mad at the person watching doing nothing, but you're not actively more mad at the person watching doing nothing. I know, but this is different, right? You go and don't tell them and then he finds it out himself and then he's angry that you didn't tell him and out of anger he releases it on you so how would he know that you did it wait that's true well he, he would suspect as a best friend she told you that's fine but like you can make that assumption about literally anything if they're family like they're gonna tell each other about literally anything yeah so you would she would expect like oh you didn't tell me you know, and you would be even more angry. I think it's plausible that you can make a case that you have an affiliation more to the person um, who you've been friends with since birth than their husband, you know? That's true. That's true. I mean, but he can kind of use it against her also, right? He could. He definitely could. Yeah. He could definitely use it against her. Yeah. 
We could each I do mean, our own, like, answer to this problem. But there's also that, that, uh, does she approve of her best friend sleeping with her little brother? Yeah, I think the assumption is no. Right? Yeah, that's what I'm thinking. Um, uh, I think the assumption would be no. Like, I think you kind of have to, because she's so depressed at the end of this. You were disappointing. No, no, because the thing is, if he knows the man, and that's her little brother, he's going to be even more angry that she's kind of like, I don't know, yeah. he might assume that she set her up with her little brother. So, Also, yeah, you also have the fact that he might kill the little brother. Yeah, and she doesn't want that. And so I'm, I'm thinking the clear answer is if you tell him, then you risk only yourself, or you risk, sorry, you risk a couple people. Um, if you, sorry, I'm going to phrase this well. If you tell him you risk two basically familial members, whereas if you don't, you risk one yourself, right? Yeah. That's true. So do you care about more about like saving others or like, are you like selfish and just want to, you know? I think, the is, I think the clear answer is to put the blame on yourself. I wouldn't tell, and then I'd say I didn't know, because, like, why would she tell me I'm sleeping with your little brother? That's just awkward. I think you could plead the case that you got just as mad because it's your little brother. Yeah, that'd be but my approach. So much deniability. But I don't yeah, think you, hey, wait, you can so... deny it in so many ways. You can just be like, I, I never knew. It yeah. was my little brother. Why would she tell me? That makes things awkward. How no, would I would. Like, how would he prove that you knew? Unless it's like a text. Yeah, message. he can't. No, I was thinking like maybe there's a different way. If she's already angry, what if she's angry that it's her little brother? Instead of going talking to him first, she goes talk goes and talks with her little brother, and then brings him along also to confront uh, Joe. And then, you know, maybe keep the guns away somewhere else and, like, in a nice... Have the, have the police on retainer. Sure, yeah. <laughs> Wait, what? The police? Yeah, I mean, it's a gun threat, right? You're allowed to call the police. Well, he hasn't the made cops. the threat. You just know he has anger issues. Uh, yeah, I'm saying that's... that's that's you. You're likely able to call the cops and be like, bro, I'm about to confront a dude who has a gun and has severe anger issues um bro oh my gosh this is the same as oh my god this is the same from the great gatsby like another guy and like takes the wife and then they start screaming at each i haven't read it yet no yeah it's just what? like that no i'm Dude. reading it right now oh okay we won't spoil it um yeah i'm not gonna spoil it but um it's like that but it's a different bit of a different bit of scenario yeah, but so i was assuming i was assuming that the problem with that one is that she probably doesn't even want to stay with the little brother. If it's a, it depends how she feels about them dating her, dating her little brother. No, no, I'm talking about I'm talking about Samantha. Samantha probably isn't looking for a genuine relationship with the little brother, right? We don't know. They're cheating on. We we have no idea. Usually, infidelity yeah. is a problem of frustration, right? So, like, you wouldn't. It's it's more that you're frustrated with your significant other than you're smitten with the person that you're actually cheating with i think oh so maybe uh, get therapy the for the husband and wife yeah honestly marriage counseling is probably i would another suggestion would just be to get the little brother to break up with her and then heavily suggest marriage count, uh, counseling through like uh 
like an intervention with all of her family wait an intervention with the whole family i feel like an... so what i'm saying is joe probably won't pull a gun out on a room full of eight people or yeah, he I mean... would or he would <laughs> what kind of gun like if he has a machine gun he ain't gonna hesitate to pull that out <laughs> Pulls in an AKR, just starts mowing down. No, dude, I think I think at that point you can call the cops. You could definitely call the cops. True. You just, just have like, the cops on standby. Like, do we know he has the gun? What if it's like a Yeah, pistol? that's what I'm saying. Keep the Turn guns away. Tell yeah, Samantha yeah, so to no, we don't know. He could just keep he could just carry it and not tell us. He'd just be like discreet. <gasps> Why would he be well, carrying yeah. gun? Why would he be carrying a gun? Oh wait, does he actually because he know what we're gonna tell him? him? Because then he Sorry, I'm cutting you off. Does he actually know what we're talking? We're gonna be talking about in this eight-person meeting. Oh, yeah. that's true. I don't think so. Mm. Well, also, like all we, maybe all we tell him is that this is just a meeting. Yeah. No. So what I'm saying is, if he's a person with anger issues, he's likely not to carry a gun around just because. If he does have anger issues, it's likely that he could slip up and fire the gun. I don't think he's an idiot. Um, <laughs> he's an idiot, then sure, he might have the gun. But... Well, I would first, before confronting, I would, or I would get to know the situation more, like talk with Samantha, talk with her, your little brother. Yeah. See if you can clear it up there first before approaching Joe. Because the only way Joe will know is either Samantha or her little brother will tell. Or it depends if her little brother has told other people. But if we assume he hasn't, confront those two first, talk about it. And then maybe uh, if there's like a, maybe it's just like a one time thing or if it's just, you know, she's sad or something, maybe like fix it as her best friend. And then mm -hmm. maybe get marriage therapy where you can like in a secure place where nothing can go wrong with someone else there or someone yeah. who's yeah. able there to be cons constrained Joe if something happens. What, what concerns That's... me is the fact that she's willing to tell somebody else. Like I, I'm making the assumption that Samantha and you are like close, close, right? Like you're really close. Like you basically view each other as sisters at that mm -hmm. point. I'm pretty sure the fact that she's telling people about it means either she's really, really uh, guilty, like she's feeling super guilty, or the relationship is fizzling. And either way, that's not good for you because then she's likely to tell more people, you know? Like that's where the path leads. So I think right. you also have to act like fast. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And that's like, that's actually the most scary part because then you have to, you, in either situation, you're kind of fucked. Like either your brother dies and your sister is in big trouble, or you, uh, or you're the one who has to deal with a man with anger issues. So, I would also uh, like, deal with like a specialist, right? Yeah. I'm gonna deal so with a therapist, technically. Family problems. Mm-hmm. This this can go in multiple ways. It's like we're assuming a lot of things, but yeah, the best way would be to figure out a way. Um. I would do first talk with Samantha because if you guys are like tight, tight, like sisters, she would listen to you. Yeah. And then your little brother, I don't know how her little brother is like, if he's just really outgoing, 
maybe that's the reason but um maybe i would talk to two both of them first and then get samantha and joe together in a room with like a therapist or a specialist and keep all the guns away in a place where you can't find it then talk about it also i would ask joe about a hypothetical not relating the cheating just something that would elicit the same uh emotions and then i guess yeah 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 reactions are because if he's like if he's really subdued about it like i know people who i i don't know people but i've seen uh like movies and shows who have anger issues but are smart about it you know mm-hmm. like people who know you have restraints you live in society you can't actually do shit but there's other people who will do anything so you have to like know what you're dealing with basically I mean, you never know if Joe approves of it or if Joe's also feeling sad about it. Bro, come on. Did you just say, did you just say that the husband approves of his wife cheating on him? No, but you never know. If, what if, anger management. No, I'm saying what if uh, he's also like feeling down or doesn't think the marriage is going well. That's fair. That's fair. So I think the general consensus is get more information. Don't tell if, Joe. Yeah. Um, get more background information before doing anything because don't tell joe and then figure it out through intervention or having a specialist or something mm-hmm. you right, have cool. a serial killer on the roost and his name is joe and it's all your fault and you're dead so Damn. all right so... i mean i would definitely watch this tv show with like i would actually watch it you know like it that would be like... so complex it seems like it'd actually be interesting okay. you know like a movie which like an event ha- it's probably made like a movie an event happens and this like guy just goes back every time and just tries to fix the event yeah. but into a tv show instead like multiple types of these type of events yeah i feel like someone's made that i've just never seen it or heard about it something like that, dude. i don't watch tv so i would have no idea we are yeah um all right so basically either way i think um we can go on to the next one because we're at general consensus so yeah all right the next next four are a little shorter but they are just as confusing all right so we got a runaway trolley priscilla you're back all right. Yep, I am. Trolley is headed down the tracks towards five workmen. Oh, by the way, this is this is the wrong one. But that's the most generic. Um, the trolley problem is it's the most generic um, moral uh, dilemma. We just had to include it. So um, the one that we're really on is Heather is a part of a four-person mining expedition. Expedition. Um, there's a cave-in, and four of the uh, four of them are trapped in the mine. A rock has crushed the legs of one of their crew members, and he'll die without medical attention. She's established radio contact with the rescue team and learned it'll be 36 hours before the first drill can reach the space she's trapped in. She's able to calculate that the space just has just enough oxygen for three people to survive for 36 hours, um, but definitely not enough for four people. Um, the only way to save the other crew member is to refuse medical aid to the injured crew members member so there will just be just enough oxygen for the rest of the crew to survive should heather allow the injured person to die in order to save the lives of the remaining crew oh this is like uh killed uh 
kill one person and save the life of the many. It's like that type of situation. Mm-hmm. It's like, oh, you're killing one person and saving millions. But this is like one for three people. I think we're making the assumption that she knows <laughs> advanced math and can calculate how much oxygen is in a room. Yeah. Just, she I, just has it in her backpack. I mean, it's a mining expedition, so maybe, maybe she... Mining expedition, she would know that. Yeah, maybe she has the instruments to do so. A little sus. I don't trust her math. There's no way I trust her math with that. Unless Mohar's riding on hope. Dude, she's riding on specialist. Um. Yeah, I don't know. It's you can't be idealistic if you want. But like, how do you? How are you gonna confirm these numbers? Well, okay. So I'm assuming the cave in. It depends. Like, is the cave in? um like deep or is it like near the entrance this definitely deep it the drill takes 36 hours or is it just taking a long time for the drill to get there well, the drills are technically fact stacking right so like i, I think it's very deep yeah, but I, would I'm you sure i mean deep. it also depends who the crew member is right is it someone she knows really well or is it someone she doesn't know I think I that mean, doesn't, doesn't really, really matter. matter other than making this decision harder. That's yeah, true. That makes your decision harder. I mean, <laughs> you know what? I kind of want to change it so that it's a family expedition and they're rather they're stuck in a forest and it's like a child. But then how would Yeah, that'd be even worse. That's even harder. I know, that's much harder. That's what I was Bruh, doing. This the is already hard it's a problem anymore though. Well, well yeah, no, now it's just like say that there's like rabbit animals or something. Uh, a rabbit animal that has to kill one of them, or yeah. all of them. <laughs> Kenny, <laughs> Kenny kills all of them and just like screw it, dude. <laughs> oh, man. Uh, all right, for in this case, I think I think the answer is you. You have a net total of four lives if you lose one versus losing. You save three. A total yeah. of one life saved or four life, uh, three lives saved. I mean. Uh, the per- the crew member would die without medical attention. I would assume if she has the equipment to do all of the 36-hour stuff, she probably has equipment for medical attention. Or I don't yeah. think I think I think it's like along the lines of he lost his leg. Oh. <laughs> okay, that's just un- that's unfortunate. Uh, um, but. I'm also I'm also making the assumption that a wounded person takes up more oxygen than a regular person. Yeah. Because you're breathing harder. But yeah, but the thing is that the longer the person sur- survives, isn't the hours going to deplete? So is it like saying you have to kill that person now and you'll have 36 hours of oxygen left? Oh, yeah, I think so. Wait, sorry, say that again? No, I'm saying if injured people would take up more oxygen if they're breathing harder... I'm saying, I'm assuming that oh, you will have to kill the person now in order to have those 36 hours. Because it has just enough for three yeah. people for 36 hours. You have to kill them right, like, really soon. I, I also really don't trust her math. I, how is she going <laughs> it's not possible. Yeah, how does she, how does she do that? She's like, okay, this space is dimensions and yeah. we have so that means we have oxygen and that means this many moles means this many um hours for this many people and... i mean it also depends on the other w- 
crew members, if the other crew members are also breathing very hard, it's probably going to deplete that even more. And if they're not breathing, like, pa- if they're not pacing their breathing, it's 36. Can you put the person to sleep? Doesn't yeah. Low. Maybe put him like a. You can. Do you do you still breathe when you're? Enough. What if I'm you put all four of yourself to sleep? What what need would you have for anesthetics on a mining trip? That's true. <laughs> hey, bro, he died. Put him to sleep. <laughs> <laughs> no, but okay. Genuinely, I I just. What if don't... you knock the dude unconscious? I think you have to make the assumption that uh, a, a living person. I mean, a. a this is kind of controversial, but a person who is fully functional is worth more in a mining expedition than a person who is holding you back. Yeah, but you wouldn't go back into the mining expedition after you just got you ca- caved out. in. Oh, it's, you mean like how much work it would be to take out that man? Yeah, in, in, in this situation of absolutes, I will always take the three lives over every Unless, okay, let's just change it up a tiny bit, right? Just a tiny bit. The person who's dying is your daughter, and the three other people are people that you just met. The two other people, you mean? No, it's three. Mm. Oh, no, it's two. It's two. If it's her daughter? What is she doing in that mining expedition expedition in the first place? I don't know, bro. Let's say it's an <laughs> You're like um, 16. Your daughter's 18. Dude, I don't know. If you're on a mining expedition, you probably have a pickaxe, so... What are you assuming that you'll kill the person with a pickaxe? No, let's say you have a switchblade. <laughs> let's say you have a switchblade. Let's make this kind of humane, bro. <laughs> Were you really like, yeah, okay, you have a pickaxe, you can just kill all of them? <laughs> I mean, <laughs> use question. Uh, you have other kids. <laughs> um, I think probably. Um, also, also. Okay, um, then losing what isn't as bad. <laughs> you know what? Honestly, That's so bad. Honestly, like if uh, shit, I forgot what I was gonna say. Oh, also, I don't even trust her math to tell. Like, we might just all be already dead, and then killing someone makes no sense. Maher stuck on the math part. This whole thing is ridiculous. Yeah. The math doesn't make sense. We're gonna right. So are we coming to general consensus that it's three over one? Yeah. Yeah. I guess I don't know. I I feel like if you call the rescue team, they're probably gonna try to get there faster than thirty six hours. I don't think so. I think I, I think, think so. they're just holding them back. Mm-hmm. Okay. Fine. Three three lives over one. But I'm assuming, I'm assuming that they have to probably are being dead in there. Yeah. Okay. That doesn't change much, man. Unless you're like killing them in front of the the. I mean, what if these people are like super athletes and they have resting heart rates of like 50 BPM and they breathe super slowly, like me? Oh, you're not gonna go calculate someone's heartbeat in order to see whether their oxygen matters or not. True. Assumption is a wound. Yeah. But if you know these people are like mega athletes and they breathe slower than. They probably are. It's a it's a climbing expedition. It's a mining expedition. It's a mining expedition. Actually, mining, probably mining people ain't gonna be the same as Michael Phelps. Yeah, no, definitely not. Um, I don't think it matters because the wounded person is definitely taking up at least two people's oxygen. 
Alright, he's getting his head chopped off. Yeah. I was thinking more of a pickaxe. Ew. With a pickaxe? Come on, man. Dude! You would not have any... Rasputin or something and he just doesn't die. <laughs> okay. Suck. That would suck so much. Um, magical. Yeah, but there's so many variables you haven't even talked about. Like, is there enough food? Do you have bandages and medicine? 36 hours, that means just people are gonna fall asleep, so there's less oxygen being used, maybe. Water is more important than food. Well also also adrenaline's gonna stop sleep. That's true. If you have I mean, but it's gonna be dark, so if it's dark, you're gonna fall asleep faster. Bruh. But still, if you have an adrenaline rush, then darkness doesn't matter. Your body's not gonna fall asleep. It's like an actual response, right? If you're being chased by a bear, if you fall asleep during the chase, <laughs> you're kind of screwed. That, I know, but running. the longer you stay there, it's gonna get darker, and I feel like because okay. adrenal adrenaline rush is very like it happens really quickly it doesn't stay a long okay time. so what you're saying is the best the best situation is to clean up the clean up the wound a little bit put everyone to sleep try your hardest to not kill anyone and then see how much oxygen is remaining at the end i don't even know how you're going to calculate the oxygen at the end but yeah sure <laughs> let's say this man this woman is super smart man okay how, how that I, I don't know how she's done it, but she knows exactly how much oxygen is in a room at any time. She licks her finger and she's like, yep, 12 hours of oxygen remaining. <laughs> We're good, guys. Wait, but can we assume that if the the wait goes longer, it gets colder, it gets colder, you shiver, you breathe. That's true. Temperature might be a oh my factor. God, yeah. Well, but you're underground. You're you're harsh under. You're, you're like really deep down, right? Because it takes thirty six hours to drill down to where you are. I guess. Also, how big of a room are we talking about? I. I don't know. I mean, if there's thirty six hours, hours of oxygen, it's a pretty big room. All right. Well, I mean, I I okay. I'd still make the assumption that it's three over one. I feel like yeah. we're breaking our brains on this way too much. My yeah, opinion yeah. is just knocking everyone out and trying to conserve yeah. as much. Still is going for the optimistic route. I'm going for you're dead. <laughs> I'm sorry. Three lives matter more. <sighs> but if it's your daughter. If it's your daughter, honestly, honestly, that, you have all, all that does is just make it harder. But you still ultimately have to make. I think. Pickaxe to the head. Make the same decision. Okay, um, so right. I'm gonna do this one more. You can't yeah, take it from you, me. Got you, got you, got you, got you, got you, got you, Okay. You good? Yep. Okay. Uh, a runaway trolley is heading down the tracks towards five workmen, who will be killed if the trolley proceeds on its what? Its present course. Molly is on a footbridge over the tracks. In between the approaching trolley and the five workmen next to her, uh, on his on this footbridge is a stranger who happens to be very large. If she does nothing, the trolley will proceed, causing the deaths, deaths of the five workmen. The only way to save the lives of these workmen is to push the stranger off the bridge and onto the tracks below, where his large body will stop the trolley, causing his death. 
Should Molly push the stranger onto the tracks in order to save the five workmen? What is... What? Oh, so th oh this, this is the one where this is more like, oh, the workmen were taking a calculated risk working versus yeah, this the, is the most man. um This is the easiest. This is the most common. Um, Did you just say it's the easiest? It's not the easiest. It's definitely I mean, not it, it is kind of the easiest, man. You what would you do? One person over five people. It's clear what you would do. Push the large guy into the tracks. Yeah. As sad as it is, I mean, you literally can't do anything else. You know what? Actually, I wait, would. Wait, wait, wait. Sorry, sorry. You killed if the trolley. Do, do, do either of them have responsibility? It doesn't say anything about that. Molly is on a footbridge over the tracks between the approaching trolley and five workmen. Stranger who happens to be very large. Okay, no, no, no. That's not. That's not. Then, then you would. Because she's actively killing someone. Yeah, she's actively killing someone versus the trolley. That's not the question that I usually have. I I usually have the one where it's like a woman is standing um, in the road, right? And a car is coming versus five people oh, that are yeah. that are legally crossing. If they're if they're illegally doing it, then they deserve to die because that that's just a moral. That's just you're just gone. But she's actively committing murder. Yeah. I would if the if it's a large, I would. Oh my God, Kenny! <laughs> mm. No, but there's absolutely like... no way you can justify murder. Yeah, no. Because there's a difference. There's a difference than not stopping someone from dying. Wait, how far are you from the five workmen? Just tell them to get off the track. Scream! Not... Oh, they're gonna die. No, they're these are away. these are. These are far enough that you can see it happen, but not far enough that they can my, to avoid it. My logic is those five workmen are, they like take a risk every day they're working. Like this is a risk that will happen. And then, wait, where was I going? Actually, no, they're, they're not in, they haven't chosen this job, have they? It's I have no clue, but. People. Are they the uh, wait? This is is this the version that I've seen? Towards five work oh workmen. It's not necessarily sorry. Thicker. So let's let's edit this. It's not workmen. It's people who work on the tracks. Yeah, it's people who are currently. Oh, why would there be a trolley on the track in the first place coming down? Like, no, it's just a train, man. It's just a train going down. Like you know those San Francisco trolley things. Yeah, I know, I know, I know, I know what that. But uh, I feel like, you know those things that breaks the train, like the train switches the train tracks to a different path? Oh, yeah, there's a yeah. version of this where it changes the track. Yeah, yeah. No, I'm but just saying, can't... hypothetically, if there is uh, the changing track thing, I would... Then we do it, but there's no way. I, I don't think it's in this situation. Because you're on a footbridge, how are you going to get down there and change it in time, assuming you do know how to change it? it's true uh no you can't okay so just just there's no cop-outs right you have to kill at least one person yeah well the why do you have to kill on the track person. it's like it's their job this is a calculated risk that they take every day that person on the footbridge isn't supposed to be taking that risk it's not like part of her thing no but so. what if that person's just walking it's just like a normal citizen civilian no, no, so just we've walking changed this. we've changed this the person who's fat who's 
The person who's large who could stop the train is innocent, right? Completely in every way. The person who, the five people on the track work on the track. It's the, part of their daily job danger. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Trains might that, come. Yeah, that's, so yeah, that's, in this that's case, in this case, you're literally committing murder by yeah. pushing the, the innocent person in. So in this case, that one life is worth more than the five lives. Yeah. Because not only is it murder, but the five people have already signed up for this job. Yeah, it's like they they signed it and like they knew this was. Yeah, possible. but they wouldn't expect a random trolley just coming down the tracks, you know. But it's in their job. But it's yeah, but job. I would say those people are smart enough to look up, see the trolley coming down, and back away. Oh no, no, no dude! It's like instantaneous, dude. It's like a really fast it's trolley, like really you... fast trolley. It's run away. It's going <laughs> downward, and it's like eighty miles an hour now. Oh my god, uh, you guys are making this hard. Well, that's I actually was... the questions posed. They just didn't give the, uh, they didn't give all the information. The questions usually pose that there's no way to get out of the tracks. Yeah. There's no way to but save they... any person. Like, there's no way to stop it. They're going to die, or the one person yeah. is going to die. Someone has to die. Usually, in most cases, you would choose the five over the one. But in this case, you're committing murder to choose five. Yeah, so in this case, I choose... Maybe, I mean, who is it? It's a um, Molly should. Um, if she jumps in, nothing will happen because she's too small to make action. Molly is on the footbridge over the tracks in between the approaching trolley and the five workmen. So I'm assuming she's on the footbridge. The five workmen are down and the trolley's Employee. up, right? Next to her on the footbridge is a stranger. Who happens so i'm doubting if she could even push the large person onto the in front of the train in the first place you kind of have to make that assumption yeah that she's strong enough to do it yeah i mean maybe all he does all she does is shove him he trips over the ledge and falls onto the track like that's how i envision it would happen but what if that's oh my god no i feel like that's i think the intent is the most important part if it's malicious intent yeah I mean, sorry, the intent is positive. So is this like a push and run thing? Like, no one sees her kill him and then she's safe? Oh, so you're coming at it like, if no one sees it, like, is legally, it legally, are you going to be sued and in jail? Yeah. That's your pursuit. kind of smart. But, I mean, I think the one thing this is really showing is our outlooks on life. Me and Kenny are much more negative than myself. <laughs> yeah, I don't... I, I'm just thinking, there's no... You're on a footbridge, right? And if you can look up and get out of the way at the time, then those people can get out of the way. If it's instantaneous, she dies also. But no, she's not in track. She's not in the track. She's just in distance to push someone into the track. No, she's on the footbridge. Yeah, on the yeah, footbridge. Above it. Shove someone. Uh, the footbridge is over the track. Oh, at the footbridges go through the tracks. Oh, okay. No, oh, that would have been much worse. Yeah. Yeah. No, well, so then. So, if you push the big guy over the footbridge, he's going to fall on the tracks and die there. Yes, but he'll stop the train and the five workmen won't die. And you're making the assumption that Mary, uh, Molly's like a power lifter or something. She can throw him over. Yeah, yeah. that's what I'm yeah. saying. She's strong yeah, enough. going to legally get away with it all. Yeah, I no, don't I, don't think, I don't think... I think, I think there's enough... It's a train station. If there, There's definitely enough people to know that there's... Okay, if it's a train station, there has to be like a thing that's gonna click the train like into a different path. Yeah, but that's based off human reactions. Fast enough. 
Yeah. Like, it's based you, off human this reaction. This thing is going at 50 miles per hour. Ain't no one gonna get down there in time. I, th- I just genuinely think the most important part is that the person signed up for this job, right? Yeah. It's like they were a, given... It's they were give, like for example right if you're driving in a car and you say like it's the same thing but with a car basically right if you've clicked on if you've clicked your seatbelt right if you if you uh, actively decide to be on your phone or stuff like that then it's your job if you're driving the car you've taken into account that yes something bad could happen you do that every time you get into a car you may not really think it though but like every time it is there there's that if someone dies in this car it's probably my fault or i have to be accountable for what happens it's just like in it's there that feeling is there yeah i'm pretty sure me and kenny have watched the same um you watch that like what's it in a band video with um corpse no i haven't watched that i watched a harvard professor pose this question to oh yeah, yeah, yeah new incoming psych students I watched a similar video. Yeah. I just saw the corpse and boy in a band one. That was that one was cool, but it wasn't what what I watched. Anyway. Okay, fine. I might. I I still don't believe that. I think, I think all of them have to die. You might be able to get out of it, but I, that's so hard, man. No, I'm not saying get even pushing the guy over. I'm saying there's probably like a way to save all six of them like not killing the person and all the five workmen also because i'm also thinking if there are five workmen they probably have families and those families also would also be dead oh my gosh just, i'm just making this worse for myself over also has a family and you committed murder and this person like and it's going to be on your consciousness the whole time listen is it worse is it worse to not tell someone that they're going to die or to actively kill them Mm. Yeah. Is it worse to be a bystander? Or is it the worst to be the person who's actively doing it? Dude, I would in I would okay, if we're going going from the vicious path, push the guy over, come down, turn myself in, but at the same time figure out why the child was coming down in the first place, convict that person also with you. You can't. That's Dude, that's, that's just how trains work. If someone's in a train, it's not the train driver driver's fault usually. Yeah. Actually, but we just, if, we if just there's a runaway it. trolley, most of the time it's because the brakes ended up dying. It's not anything the driver did. Trolleys are very weird. If it's a train driving, if it's a train driving and it kills someone, that's the train driver's fault. We just established that. But but if it's like a mechanical problem, then it's probably yeah. it's no one's fault. It just happened. Yeah, I think the Our... only answer is to let the five die. I don't yeah. know. Wait, let the five die or let the big guy die? Let the, Not five, let the die. five die. You're committing murder if you let the big guy die. Yeah. All right, that's gonna be some it's, five it's unhappy family. Choice. It's honestly a hard choice. I mean, what? you can differ. You can say you can say you want the one to die. It's ultimately it's like your choice. It's a different. Either answer is so. wrong. Really. Yeah, there's and no I would be way. also surprised if you're the only person on that footbridge. Well, yeah, yeah, that's that's kind of like just semantics at that point. Like, yeah, I mean, if someone else if is a, there with faster response speeds than you, then yeah, sure, you could probably say. If well, there are other, pe- if it's a train station, there's definitely going to be other people there. 
I mean, it depends. This is, no one else. And this is a footbridge. We don't know if this footbridge is populated or not. We just know there happens to be at least two people on there, you and this big person, and then you spy a runaway trolley about to kill five people. Oh my gosh. But it's, it's, okay. a, it's not a train station. Like, this isn't a train station. This isn't like, definitely there's going to be a lot of people. It's just a footbridge. We don't know if this is like a populated area and like a lot of people cross this footbridge or if it's just an irrelevant one. Alright, fine. I'm gonna go along with you guys then. I, I don't know. It's hard, man. It's really hard yeah. for this one. If they hadn't said that you were actively pushing, then I might not have. Yeah. But... I mean, what if the guy also saw it and then he decides to push you instead? You're not big enough to stop it. Yeah, you're not big enough to stop the thing. Otherwise, yeah, but he doesn't know that. He's probably gonna be like, oh no, throw. Well, that's six dead people. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'm just saying, if you saw it, it's likely that the other guy. Worst case scenario. Yeah. yeah, you know what? I'm not. I'm not gonna waste my brain over that one anymore. Well, that one's not. I mean, what you just said was valid. That's yeah. likely to happen. It's just not the best scenario. That's the worst case. Yeah. Anyway, <sighs> uh, do you want to do like one more? Yeah, let's do one more. All right. These, these are just making me feel bad. <laughs> I think I think it does that to people who have um who have good consciousness or positive outlooks on on life. Uh, yeah, not me. <laughs> I don't know. Uh, I guess yeah, I'll take it. I just feel like there's a better way to get get out of things, you know. Yeah. There's probably a better way. We're just not thinking about it. Yeah. And They're that's kind of what sets off the people who. I mean, that sets the people, the smart people in there, like, just average, right? The people who actually think spontaneously and find the best situation out of it. It's not mainly about being optimistic and everything. It's mainly, like, making the most out of the situation. And if you're able to figure out the best situation, then, like... Yeah. Whereas the it's... argument is for someone who has a negative outlook on life, you have a very strict <laughs> principle. Yeah. And you're not gonna break that just because I, I, I don't know. L listen, right? You have a dead, if you have a dying baby. Oh my right? god! Stop, please. Medication don't. is used for a super old person, right? Who would you kill, bro? <sighs> and you can't get new medicine on time. The shipment's done, right? Something I'm like that. We're that talking point, about very, very hypothetical situations. But they're not that hypothetical. Like, you just you. This would happen. Extreme. These could happen. They're just unlikely. Yeah, but they're just less extreme. They happen in hospitals yeah. all the time. Yeah. Or like, well, yeah, one you brought up, it, it probably happens a lot. But like, for example, someone with a super negative and principled outlook on life would say that that the the younger person can bring more to society. They they have to be saved. Yeah. But someone who's positive would try to find a way for both of them to live, you know? Yeah, I mean, I would try to do that. Uh, but it also, for me, it depends on how much time you get to think. That trolley one, you don't get much time. I'm just immediately, like... I'm willing to bet for the I'm trolley one. Like, more dead. Yeah. The old and young thingy, you have more time to think. So I'm just like, yeah. I have a more positive outlook and I'd actually think about things. Like, is there a way to... I think in the trolley one, ninety percent of my ninety ninety five percent of people wouldn't do anything just because it's so fast. 
Yeah. Like, you don't, you like don't the, have time to think. It's the first thing that comes to your mind. What do you do? First instinct's likely to be to scream to the other people, like, get out the way, you know? But that won't That's do what anything. I was saying, scream. No, but we've yeah. established that won't do anything. Yeah. I don't know. This is another hypothetical, well, right? What, what if the work they're doing is really loud? Are they going to hear you? Like, or if it, you're too Are far using away. Oh, wait. When it were t sound, right? They probably hear the trolley coming down. Um, yeah, but we're also making the assumption that they can't get out of the way. So. Yeah. Okay, how you're, big you're is a railroad being... track? It's like, what, 10 feet wide? I don't know. Yeah, but you have 15 like feet wide? Seconds. Dude, it's like 20 feet away, right? And it's a train moving at like 50 meters per, 50 miles per hour, right? That you're kind of. All right, fine, fine. There's a lot of assumptions to be made. Yeah, it depends. Let's just go on to the next one. Let's just go on to the next one. Um, can we not do the next one? Can we do the one after? We've already done something like the next one. Okay, we can do the next one. Okay. Wait, sorry. Uh, no, wait, sorry, sorry, sorry. Could we do the next one, not the one right after? Why don't you just say it? Because I don't know what you're talking the one, about. The one right after, we've already kind of done something like... Okay, so Mary is in a hospital lounge waiting for a visit for a sick friend. A young, a young, a young man, a young man sitting next to Mary, explained that his father is very ill. The doctors believe that he's a week to live at most. He further explains that his father has has a substantial life insurance policy that expires at midnight. His father dies before midnight. The young man will receive a very large sum of money. He says that the money would mean a great deal for his him and his family. And he no longer, and no good will come from his father living a few more days. After talking with him, Mary can uh, tell this man is desperate and in need of money to feed his family. The man asks Mary to go up to his father's room and smother him with a pillow. Could Mary what? Kill his, father, his man's father in order to get the money for the man. Oh, oh geez, I came out of nowhere. So he's asking her to do it. Yeah. I'm sure, okay, okay, that's listen, listen. I think the reason that he's doing that is because if there's if he does it, then there's a, a dispute over the insurance policy. It's likely that if but she's gonna go to jail, then right? She's gonna go to jail if it's found out. He's in a hospital, bro. You could easily be like, Oh, he died, dude. They have those what are those people called that examine the body after it dies? Autopsy, right? Yeah, yeah, no. That, that, this is literally euthanasia. Do you up? kill the person that doesn't have much time to live? Yeah. Yeah, this uh, is very much directed towards kill the person and let the family get the money. Yeah. That's essentially it. There are a lot of other variables you have to think about, but I think the assumption is if someone's going to die in like three days and you I kill mean, them, I, I'm going to assume... That this is you can ask the father and the father might just be like okay and then you can what ask if in his will he just gives all his money to him this okay this takes a lot of assuming but some way some wait. hospitals do like some form of euthanasia i think yeah wait, so but one thing, just, just depending like the just family wait, wait kenny one second just a basil's point he's not he doesn't have that money it's the insurance policy on his life He'll get money back if he dies. If he doesn't die, they don't get the money. It's not his wow. money. To give. I yeah. So you. Uh... Sorry, can you go on? Oh, I was just gonna be like, okay. 
Why doesn't the man talk to his father and discuss? Yeah, that's what I'm saying. It's very selfish to ask Mary to do it. It's like, hey, we kind of really need the money. You don't have much time left. And then some hospitals actually practice like euthanasia in some form. I think. Wait, what? Mercy killing is illegal. Really? Is it? I have no idea. In in America, mercy killing. Passive euthanasia. Oh, this is really old. 1997. I think what you're calling it is different than mercy killing. Oh. Uh, Maybe. Mercy killing seems to be if someone's in a lot of pain, you can probably kill them before so that they don't have to experience I think that's possible. Okay, wait. Is euthanasia legal in America? Position-assisted suicide. I mean, if the person is already dying as of 2020 physician assisted suicide is legal in nine u.s states for real uh yeah that's this mad june 11th oh, that's dicey that's it's so like dicey. half a year ago though sorry say that again this is like half a year ago in june i don't think that much has changed Oh, physicians cannot be prosecuted for prescribing medications to hasten death. Does that Wait, mean anywhere in anywhere in America? Um. Okay, Hawaii, Maine, New Jersey, Oregon, Vermont, Washington. Uh, what district of Columbia? Is <laughs> okay, talking about DC? Oh, Montana. Wait, California. What? I was just about to say we're making the assumption that this is happening in California. Wait, it says mandated by court ruling. So you have to appeal to the court before killing a person? Maybe. There's no... Okay, that makes sense. That legally makes sense, but it's so morally dicey. Yeah. Do you kill someone because they're in pain? And saving them from that pain is in order. Bill analysis. Let's look at this. Oh, hell, I don't want to read this. Okay, wait, but Mary's there, first of all, oh, to download, visit a sick friend. Yeah. So, I kind of just went out the window as soon as she talked to this young man. Okay, yeah, I, I really don't think you should do it. You sh- if you're going to do it, have the man do it. Yeah. I think you can talk to the man. The man needs to come to a consensus with his dad. Like, you can't do it. That's... Also, more more importantly, you'll go to jail. You're, you'll be in trouble for that. Yeah. I mean, and is, is like it saying help? it's going to expire? Oh, this today, like, midnight. Yeah, midnight. What's up? So, if, if he doesn't have time to get the court hearing... He doesn't. No, he, he's going to die like a week. No, but the insurance ends at midnight. Midnight. You yeah. have to kill him before midnight. Dude, I would I would feel like if he would go talk to his dad, his dad would kind of reason with him and make I mean this would be a very sad scene. Well, but... okay, listen. Your son comes to you and says, I, I need to kill you, I need your money. I need money on, on your life. What do you say to that? I don't know. No, no, no. I'm not saying you come up blunt like that. I would say, well, like, said it with your dad. I'm saying, just generally, I was just putting it bluntly. But if say you're like ninety and your son's like, dude, I need, I need money from your dad. Uh, what would you do? Oh I would gosh. die. You would die. I don't have much left. 
so I would die. Yeah, I, I think the fact that you only have a week to go, but if it's generally like if you were like 90 years old and you're completely healthy and that was asked, then then that's like different than that's. Yeah, but you're oh, why like, does this all have to do this, with death? this one week isn't worth like death is a very morally topic. I know, but the first one about Samantha, that wasn't only about death. That was like preventing it. This is like yeah now this is all you're going to die or you're going to not die who what do we do but i think that i think that's the only thing that really holds that much repercussion um we could change it to say like the main emphasis is his father can't the the man can't go to jail right the man literally cannot go to jail because he's the only breadwinner for his family his wife cannot uh get money so he's the only one that can make money for his family so he needs someone else to do the killing Oh God! Right, there's so many ways you could just make this. Bro, I would have told Mary, just don't talk to the young man. <laughs> just go visit your sick friend. Yeah, honestly, I think that's the You're only the... answer. You're waiting that because it depends. What, what, what if what if the father kills himself? No, that's the other thing. How would you? Your body doesn't allow you to kill yourself. No, if you're on like some oh, life support if thing, you're on like can... some yeah life support. If he has only a week to go, you just pull that plug. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. That's that's definitely I mean, happened. Like yeah, I think the general consensus is he has to go discuss it with his father, and then his father has to kill himself or something. Yeah, I wouldn't do it until the father agrees to it. Yeah, otherwise that's just I um... wouldn't do it in the first place. I, I'm not the one to do it. Yeah, I wouldn't say Mary do it because it's not her place to do it in the first place either. No, it's definitely not Mary. I think the the only thing we can really come to a consensus is you have to ask the father. Mary literally cannot do it because she will be. She would go to jail. Basically over. Um, so, I think the general consensus is Mary cannot do it. Ask the father, and uh, if so, the father has to kill himself. The the the. Dad can't do it either. Most, yeah, most fathers probably would. They probably would. What if? Okay, there's so many ways you can make this so much worse by like saying they had a strain in their relationship, like they hadn't talked for ten years. <sighs> oh boy. Why well, we not her. do that? We just say they loved each other a lot, and then they were. What if? What if the dad left when he was a child, and he has no no emotional connection to his son? Look. We don't have to make this any harder than it already is. These are dilemmas for a reason. Let's just keep it as is. Oh, I love ethics, dude. Walhart just goes oh, into more. Dream, dream released unedited for Hunters. Oh, for real? How long is it? T three hours. <laughs> it's on right. his second channel. Holy crap. Dude, I think we should just sign off. I think that was our only consensus. So. <laughs> yeah. Consensus is Mary doesn't do it. She doesn't go to jail. The man go talk goes and talks with her father, his father, and the only way is that if the father agrees to do it himself. Yep. Yeah. And if All he right. doesn't, then I wouldn't do it because. Yeah. I don't think <sighs> All right, guys. Thanks for tuning in. Um, hope that was fun. I know it was quite depressing, but come back next week for um, our recap of ninth grade. Uh, ninth thank grade. you, guys. I'll uh, see you next time. Bye, guys.
Bye.